0: Lo Talk radio
1: Tonight on Dr. Anonymous Show one sixty one. That's right.
0: <laughs> it's
1: Saturday night with Dr. A and Cat. Yes, that's right. Cat is back again to hang out with me. Why I don't know. <laughs> but we'll be talking about some news stories, some reality TV gossip, all the good stuff there. Whatever else may uh, come up here on this show this evening. <laughs> All that and a lot more coming up with the Dr. Anonymous show starting right now. That's right, bringing you the best that medicine and social media have to offer. This is the Dr. Anonymous Show live on a Saturday night here on the Blog Talk Radio Network. I'm, of course, your favorite physician host. My name is Mike, but my friends, like all of you out there, yes, I'm talking to you. Pantsless person out there. Uh, you call me Dr. A. You can always find me at dranonymous.com. That brings you the uh, most current show schedule. Uh, I was able to book a couple more interviews coming up for May. So it's going to be an exciting May here on the show. Um, and also, I have some TV interviews there. I'm going to be having another TV interview next week on local TV news. Very excited about that. And you can also go to DrAnonymous.net, which brings you to the Facebook fan page. And I guess Facebook is now uh, uh, transforming into uh, uh, having people like the show. So uh, we have 198 people liking the show. <laughs> you can reach that 200 coming up. Uh, and also some exclusive behind-the-scenes video of me doing this show. Uh, So I I put up some video posts over there as well to check that out. You can also go to dranonymous.org where you can subscribe to this show. That's the iTunes page. And you can also leave a comment over there. I'd very much appreciate that. And you can also listen in real time to the show on your iPhone, BlackBerry, Palm Pre, whatever mobile device that you have. Just direct your mobile browser to blogtalkradio.com slash Anonymous. Today is Saturday, April 24, 2010, MMX, whatever. It is 9 p.m. Eastern Time, and temperature here at Dr. Anonymous World Headquarters is 58 degrees Fahrenheit. Coming up in a little bit will be our good friend Katz. We'll be chatting about a bunch of stuff here tonight uh, some news stories, some entertainment news, some other type of stuff. So, very excited to, to welcome her back. To the show. Uh, But uh, first, I do want to thank Blog Talk Radio for featuring the show again here this evening. Welcome to those of you who are new to the show. I've been a social media hobbyist since 2005. And if you're curious, yes, I am a real physician. I am a family physician here in full time private practice in beautiful Northeastern Ohio. And if you're listening live, you can see my smiling face here on the webcam here this evening. Let's go to the top of the chat room, click on the webcam icon, and you can see me right there. (laughs) Before I go to the break, I want to give a big shout-out to everybody there in the chat room. We have Atomic811. We have a couple of guests. We have J-Man. We have Kimmy. We have Liz and the Reverend Rock Dog. I um, want to uh, encourage the guests to register here at the uh, Blog Talk Radio site so you'll be able to type in the chat room and make fun of me like everyone else in there. <laughs> so now that I have all this intro stuff out of the way, I will go to the break here. Uh, you're listening to the Dr. Anonymous Show, a proud member of the ProMed Network of Podcasts. Oops, I'm sorry, I messed that up. A, a proud member of the Better Health Network at getbetterhealth.com, and a proud member of the ProMed network of podcasts. You can get there by going to ProMedNetwork.com. The Night Shift with Dr. A and Kat right after this short break. to the dr anonymous show on blog talk radio on the line we have with us now returning back to the show welcome back Kat. we, we missed you
2: and live from blog talk radio it's saturday night
1: Woo-hoo. how are you
0: i'm good how are you dr anonymous
1: I am super. I am glad uh, that uh, I didn't scare you off, and uh, you wanted to come back uh, to the night shift here. It's great to have you back.
2: It's great to be back. I'm sorry. Can you hear that? Okay. My earplugs fell out. Not my earplugs. My ear things. You know, my my earmuffs. My ear things. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, we can we can we can we can, uh, we can do over. I, you know, I could do this whole show over again if you like.
2: Can we start over,
1: please? I can, I can call, I can call a do-over, and uh, we can, uh, we can. <laughs> okay, here we go. Uh, One, two, three. Oh wait, 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 no, right, no, okay, ready? Well, we'll th- this will get us back on track. You ready? Yeah.
0: Thank ah. you for being- Blah 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 blah. How about that?
2: <laughs> That's much better. Hello, right. everybody.
1: <laughs> hey Kent, welcome back to the show. It's great to have you back.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and it's great to be back, Doctor Anonymous. How is everyone tonight?
1: Oh. oh, you know, I'm uh I'm I'm doing I'm doing great. Um and before we start yeah, to get into things, I want, to, I want to just kind of share my, my Saturday afternoon with people. Uh, but, but just to kind of tease everybody, we are going to talk about things like Brett Michaels in the hospital and Lindsay Lohan and her dad and Dr. Drew and other stuff. But before all that, I had a great afternoon here at Dr. Anonymous World Headquarters because, uh, because I had my parents over. And they're just, you know, they're just great people. They we just, we, they came over, we chatted it up. Their uh, their 39th wedding anniversary is coming up next weekend, and uh, so so we started here, took them out to dinner, and it was, it was it was it was a great few hours with with the mom and the pop. And uh, so it was it's uh, so so I'm feeling I'm feeling pretty good here this evening, there, Kat.
2: That's awesome. I'm glad you had a good day. I did
0: too.
1: Yeah. Oh you did? Well
0: good. Well, good I didn't did. do anything
2: exciting. It was just good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, are you are you still doing crafts? So you did do you have a curtain craft project that you're doing right now?
2: I am still crafting, yes I am. Um I just finished this really awesome set of magnets that uh is like it's the iPhone icons. It's a set of of like I think twelve or thirteen of them I made,
3: and they're all they're
2: each one is like a one of the iPhone icons, and what I did was I had uh printed pictures of those icons, right, and then I covered them with uh enamel clear enamel, so they're like uh really cool I need to I actually need to twit pick some of the stuff I make because i rate I make yeah. some cool stuff uh, <laughs>
0: Yeah, I make a lot of there,
2: I know, I know. Oh, and if y'all want to follow me on Twitter, my Twitter is at warrior underscore cat K A T. That's Warrior That's right. underscore Cat.
1: Yes, and you on have the Twitter. best tweets. Let, let me let me tell you. I'm off I'm not too about that, but you know, hey, come on.
2: <laughs> well, I I don't Twitter necessarily every day or tweet every day, but uh when I do, I like to try to have some substance. Sometimes I have no substance, but I try. And I like to—I <laughs> like to uh, put good links and stuff up there. If you don't mind hearing about God and Jesus, then you'll like following me. I don't always talk about God and Jesus, but I talk about them a lot. The Holy Spirit too, sometimes, but more God and Jesus.
1: No, okay. <laughs> I'm down. I'm 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 down with that. You know, there you go. that's what that's what the kids say these days. You know,
2: is that what they say now?
1: I don't know. That's uh, that's that's what I hear on other block talk radio shows. But they but they're horrible. You know they. <laughs> 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 yeah, we rock. That's right. That's right. So, uh, so I have some medical news stories here. You you want to talk about those? Absolutely. So I, I, have, I have the official team here we will we'll, uh, because it it uh, it breaks things up here a little bit. so we'll we'll play this. and this is the uh, Dr. Anonymous and Cats Medical News Update. Yes, that's right, uh Reverend Rock Dog. That that is my uh, uh that is my goal is to steal all the stories that the Indian Burrow Live show are gonna be doing in an hour. So uh yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Yes, that's right. So uh if you want to hear the same news story, just uh tune in an hour and they'll uh <laughs> um, but a, a, a serious news story to, uh, to to talk about here right off right off the bat here is uh, people you know people have been reading about and talking about this Brett Michaels story and uh, people don't know um, I will uh, I will play this little news clip here and then uh, we'll talk about it so this is from our friends at the Associated Press.
4: Rocker Brett Michaels's health has taken a turn for the worse. That's according to a report by People.com. The 47-year-old is in critical condition at an undisclosed hospital. He suffered a massive hemorrhage or bleeding at the base of his brainstem. Doctors have him under intense observation and are running tests to determine the cause of his bleeding. The ex-poison frontman had complained about an excruciating headache late Thursday. That's after he revealed to his fans last weekend he was rushed to the hospital on April 11th for an emergency appendectomy. It's unclear whether this latest development is related to that surgery. Michaels is a current Celebrity Apprentice contestant and star of VH1's Rock of Love with Brett Michaels. Nicole Grether, The Associated Press.
1: So that, I mean, you know, I mean, it's a bummer, you know. I mean to, I mean, just I've I've taken care of people with this. It's it's uh, it's it's bad. I mean, it's it's yeah. bad having this this type of uh, you know brain hemorrhage uh subarachnoid you know hematoma or bleed or something like that uh it's uh it's sad it's tragic um i mean
0: but he's awake you know,
2: now as far as i understand he's like awake right now i think and talking i think he posted on his website or something didn't he or you didn't see oh, that
1: no i didn't see that i didn't see that
2: i believe i read it today that uh he was writing, like, or maybe he had his people write it, you know. <laughs> but um, he said that uh, he is, usually has a high tolerance for pain, but this really hurts. <laughs> so, and I, isn't it with subarachnoid hemorrhage, it can you can either come out of it totally okay or it can kill you. I mean, it could go either way.
1: Yes, it's, uh, medically, it, uh, yeah, you don't know. I mean, you don't know. It depends how severe the bleed is, where it's located at and all that stuff. So, uh, yeah, it's really, it's really nothing to mess with. Sometimes it, uh, they could do surgery on it. Sometimes you just pray, you know, literally and, uh, you know, hope for the best. So it is, uh, uh, it's sad. It's tragic. Um, and, and, uh, I don't even know until the the news story that you forwarded to me and this is that he had surgery last week too, an emergency appendectomy. So it's, uh, Not been a good uh, couple of weeks uh, for Brett Michaels.
2: And I'm sure, I mean, well, very likely that neither are related. I mean, that one's not related to the other. But because I know that with uh, the subarachnoid hemorrhage, it can be caused by either trauma or, like, what, blood thinners, um, high blood pressure. You know, I mean, I guess it's possible that after his surgery, maybe, I don't know, something they gave him, could have, because if, if he would have had an accident, they would have said, so there was no accident, I mean, like, it wasn't like he was in a car accident or or anything like that, right, I mean, I didn't read that anyway, so it's got to be either from medication or from high blood pressure, but he's also a diabetic,
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, a lot of yeah. things
2: going on, <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, from from what I understand, it wasn't it wasn't a trauma. It was you know, probably some chronic medical problems that he had and maybe or maybe not taken care of. Um, so yeah, all of that is is factored in there.
0: Yeah.
2: Hmm. Poor guy. I hope he pulls through, and I know Smitty hopes he pulls through. <laughs> <Well>. <laughs>
1: Shout out to uh, Reverend Rock Dog. So people who don't know who that is, Reverend Rock Dog, Cat uh, uh, calls him Smitty. And, uh, yeah. Smitty.
2: And he loves 80s rock bands.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Poor guy. I hope he pulls through, though. I do hope he pulls through. I mean, I'm not, like, a huge fan of his or anything, but, uh, you know, that's bad to happen to anyone.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
2: I know I don't want that ever. And, you know, you know what so sucks? That every time I hear this happening to somebody, you know, especially if they're young, I start worrying that that's going to happen to me just out of the blue. I know it's silly, (laughs) And there's nothing I could do about it. But you know, I've got the high blood pressure, the high cholesterol. You know, it's like, it's just, it basically can happen to anyone. Right. Right. And if you, and I was looking at the risk factors, and I have like two. <laughs> yeah. You know,
1: and, and, and I've taken care of patients who have zero risk factors. Sometimes it just happens. So it's uh, um, it's unfortunate sometimes. Yeah. Um, so yes we're, we're definitely you know pulling for him and uh, hope he pulls through and uh, um I, I didn't I didn't see I didn't read that story that he is uh, awake and and has been updating his fans and things so that's that's uh, that's a good sign
2: Yeah I think he's totally you know with it too I think he's more in stable condition than critical
0: Oh okay well that's good
1: oh, Yeah Uh oh, so next Brett!
2: Though-
1: Next story here. Uh, so uh, so people may have heard a few years ago that uh, yeah, in this country there was uh, you know, a successful uh, face transplant for real. I mean, for, for uh, trauma to, to face. Um, and uh, I have a new story here that in Spain, they uh, had their first face transplant. That's kind of interesting to think about. But uh, here's the story from the Associated Press.
5: A Spanish hospital says it's performed the world's first full-face transplant. Valdebrun Hospital in Barcelona says a man who lost his face in an accident was given a new nose, skin, jaws, cheekbones, teeth, and other features. In a statement, it said the procedure was carried out using plastic surgery and micro-neurovascular reconstructive techniques. It said the patient was recovering well and is expected to remain hospitalized for another two months. The hospital says it took a 30-member medical team 24 hours to perform the operation late last month. Surgical team chief Dr. Juan Pere Barret said the patient seemed fine after looking at himself in the mirror a week after the procedure.
0: The patient
6: asked to see himself one week after the surgery.
0: And he reacted very calmly
6: and with satisfaction. And when we asked him in writing, because we communicate with writing and gestures, he said he was very grateful and satisfied.
5: Isabelle Denoir had been the first patient ever to get a partial face transplant. After being mauled by a dog, she had her procedure done back in 2005. It went so well for her that surgeons have become more comfortable, considering more radical operations. Barat said you couldn't tell by looking at his patient that he'd had a transplant.
6: He absolutely does not look like a donor patient. And I think that it is important for society to know, in terms of future donations of faces, that there is no such danger of this.
5: Bharat said his patient now has a completely new face and just one visible scar, which looks like a wrinkle running across his neck. The man still can't speak, eat, or smile, but he can see and swallow. Last June, a man died in France after having had a double hand and partial face transplant, but a 2008 study found usually face transplants go well and predicted one day they could become routine surgery. Karen Sloan, the Associated Press.
1: So right at the end of that report, they said it could become routine surgery. Like, what is that about? So I can get, like, a new face? I think I would want to look like, uh, like the Reverend Rock Dog. What do you think?
0: I think that you're perfect the way you are.
1: Really? I think I want his teeth because because Smitty, ah. I mean, yeah, his teeth is so you know, I mean they're you know they're awesome.
2: Well, everybody wants his teeth, but <laughs> you know that is so funny that you that you well I guess not ha ha funny, but it's just weird that you played that story because I was going to email that one to you too, but. I saw a, a story last night. I believe it was 2020 that they had this woman on there. She lived there oh, in. I saw that. You saw it.
1: How yeah. Bad. Yeah. No. Yeah. You know, well, like, for people who don't, people who don't know, go ahead and tell them what it was.
2: Well, this woman, I don't remember where she lived, but she was 16, I believe, when this happened. She. I guess, wasn't she in a convenience store and it was like in the middle of a robbery or somebody was playing with a gun? I don't remember exactly the story. I just remember her face. Like, I didn't see the beginning. But she wears these black eye shields. Like a, it looks like a sleeping mask to cover the majority of her face because she has no nose. No, one of her eyeballs is completely gone. The other one is like totally messed up. She can't see. She's totally blind. She, has, she can barely taste so she has no smell no sight the only sense that she really has well is touch she said and but yet she just had a baby she can cook she can do just about everything i mean it, it amazes me the stuff this woman can do and i can't imagine not having my sight much less all that other stuff and oh she, yeah you know and and she um is going to get one of those face. I mean, she couldn't afford it. it. It cost like they said up to forty thousand dollars or more. And uh, but these doctors all got together and they're doing it for her, you know, because doctors are awesome. And <laughs> ah, so are nurses, but uh, yeah. they're they're gonna do this for her. And I guess it's the same thing that they did to this guy. You know, when I saw the link. I didn't really look into the the news story. I assumed it was about that woman, so I didn't realize that it was a guy in Spain.
0: Yeah. I don't know what happened. Yeah. Uh,
2: yeah. Like, she has no face, though, pretty much. And they said they couldn't believe she lived. Right. That they had never seen anything that, anybody that was that, I guess, messed up. They They didn't use the word messed up, but I can't remember the word they used, but that actually lived.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so it'd be, it'd be interesting to see. I mean, this is, I mean, it used to be like just on TV or the movies or something like that. I mean, it looks like it's, it's, uh, it's coming true. And, you know, some people need it, especially people who have suffered, you know, severe trauma to the face for whatever reason. Um, and uh, at least they have a chance uh, for, you know, a somewhat more kind of normal life than uh, they would have otherwise had.
2: Well, I mean, it was just, even though she had that mask on, you could tell, like, her face was, like, even a little concave, you know what I'm saying? I mean, it was like, like, her face is almost completely gone. It was just the weirdest thing. And it's like, I can't imagine what it really looks like. You know, I feel so bad for her, but yet this woman had the most positive attitude. She was so inspirational, and I couldn't believe the things that she could do. There was something that oh yeah when she okay this happened to her when she was 16 she went back to high school she graduated with straight A's straight right. A's
0: yeah yeah
2: it's like wow you <laughs> I
0: <geez.
2: laughs> that is that's just amazing I think it's amazing and she takes care uh, of her baby oh
1: yeah yeah.
2: I don't it just I, it boggles my mind. I, I can't understand it. I can't my brain can't wrap around it. <laughs>
1: um, I have uh, I have one more story in this segment here and then then we'll take uh, we'll take another break uh and uh, and Cat you you've talked on this show before. I mean you're you're a uh, you're a cancer survivor and uh this is, this last story has to do with that, and I picked the story uniquely because I wanted to get your, uh, your take on it. Uh, I think it'll be uh, something interesting here. Um, and this is uh, another story here. Uh, I just lost it on my switchboard. Let me get it here again. Uh, from the Associated Press. Nikki Edlich is a
6: 67-year-old mother and former private school French teacher, and he's probably one of the last people you'd think would be taking her first psychedelic drug trip.
3: I wanted to take part in something that would help me deal with the anxiety issues that I was suffering from,
6: mm-hmm.
3: from the fears, and from a profound sadness of knowing that my life was going to be cut short.
6: Edlick has ovarian cancer. To help her deal with anxiety from the disease, she joined a study that had her take a dose of psilocybin, the active ingredient in what are commonly called magic mushrooms. The study assessing whether the drug experience can help cancer patients with their psychotherapy for anxiety. Well, I I was. Um, skeptical first about the study. I was um, concerned we're taking people with terminal illness who are anxious and I was concerned that from an ethical perspective um, did not want to make them more anxious. Edlick was the first of three patients Dr. Ross has treated so far. Out of 32 he plans to enroll. He says all showed benefits without side effects, although experts emphasize people should not try psilocybin on their own. It can cause bouts of anxiety and feelings of paranoia in some people.
3: I had several um, different parts to the experience. The first part was a very beautiful psychedelic experience where the world was made up of jewels. And I was in a dome. And this dome had stripes of colors that were all jewel-like and it it was like a kaleidoscope but it didn't move so the colors were repeated
6: Edlick says that experience helped her see debilitating personal struggles in a different way
3: the issues that I talked about or thought about or went into during my experience were transformative in the sense that I got to look at them through a different lens
6: Dr. Ross says all of his patients have wanted to take a second dose of the drug He said a future study might allow that, but for now he's focusing on feasibility and safety of the treatment. Warren Levinson, the Associated Press, New York.
1: Now, of course, I mean, these are terminal patients, you know, these patients, you know, it's, I mean, they're going to die, you know, and it's, it's tragic. It's sad. Um, but it's interesting how people will come up with an idea, you know, to help, you know, with anxiety, with this, with this type of thing. And, uh, I don't know if I really agree with it. Um, you know, there, are, like like they said in the piece, there's a lot of ethical issues in that deal. Um, but it, it's an interesting kind of outside-the-box type of solution.
2: Well, I guess I'm surprised that they would use psychedelics. Um, I mean, you know, what the the man was saying was, oh, I'll, I'll worry about making their anxiety worse. Well, if you're doing a st- a uh, study like that an experiment you don't know what's going to happen that's <laughs> like that's the whole thing um they're guinea pigs uh she seemed to enjoy it <laughs> but uh or what did she said it was she was talking about the beautiful part she did, did I miss it she didn't say that it got bad did she
1: no did it, I, well i mean well they didn't they didn't put that in the report you could have said it but um i didn't hear okay. that in the report
2: I just wanted to make sure that she didn't say that and I missed it. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I know that forever it's been proven that, like, uh, cannabis helps with uh, cancer patients as far as the nausea with chemo, and that will also help with the anxiety. And that's a little bit more proven. So I'm surprised that they would even try that. I mean, and there's so many other drugs that they could give her that are like prescription drugs, right, you know, so I, I just right. don't understand why they even bother doing that, because really but yeah. I, I, well, I don't know about mushrooms, but I know LSD that if people take it enough, that well, they, these, like I said, like you said, these patients are terminal, but what if something happens and they get better? Because sometimes people can be terminal and then get better. Maybe years down the road, they're going to have those flashbacks that they talk about. They'll be driving down the road, and all of a sudden, a big, what they think, dragon comes out in front of their car. veer off the road and run into a telephone pole. I'm just, (laughs) I don't know where that came from. It sounds like I'm on LSD, but I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) But
0: I mean, I...
1: it's just an interesting kind of ethical type thing, and, and you know, I mean, of course, these people are terminal, and and you know, people are thinking about other you know ways to help these this type of patient, and uh, it's an interesting type of solution. I don't know if I completely agree with it, but um, but uh, it was just an interesting story.
2: Yeah, I don't think I do. I don't think not. Well, mushrooms, I think that's more natural. I mean, I think LSD is – that's more of a chemical thing that they make, correct? I mean, that's what I understand of it. But, like, right. mushrooms, I mean, it is, like, natural stuff. So I don't know. But, yeah, I think it's just strange. I've never heard of that before. That's very interesting.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, very, take...
2: very interesting. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs>
1: no, no, I'll uh... – I'll take my break here. And after this, we'll uh, we'll lighten things up here a little bit. Uh, not so serious stuff. Some less uh, serious stories. Uh, we'll, we'll have Cats uh, Entertainment uh, slash Reality uh, TV <laughs> report uh, coming up uh, after the break. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the Dr. Anonymous show live on a Saturday night. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> I want to remind everybody, at the top of the hour will be the uh, the bus show here on Blog Talk Radio on Saturday night, the Annie and Burrow live show. They have a guest author, Stephen Novak, author of the book Forts, uh, Fathers and Sons. And also, uh, Annie will be, uh, looks like, premiering a new segment called Ask Annie Anything. That's kind of scary. What do you think about that there, Kat?
2: I cannot wait to hear that. I cannot wait to hear that. And also, I want to say this, too, is that they're also going to have on their show somebody that's usually on there, well, at least for the last two weeks, that is about to be a very – well, he is an author, but he's about to be soon-published author, and you can follow him on Facebook for his book. And what is the deal with not being a fan anymore and liking something? I like fan better. It
0: sounds better. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't. I don't really get that. But yeah, I, I do want to give a shout out to our good friend, the uh, Reverend Rock Dog. Uh, his book is called Plain Old Kirby Carson, and you can go there by going to facebookcom slash Plain Carson. and uh, you can check out what's going on there. <clears throat> and, I want to uh, know if. Uh,
0: yeah. Oh, I'm
1: sorry. I'm sorry. I go want. If,
2: I, I just want to know if Kirby Carson ever has an affair with my sister in the book.
1: Well, I guess people have to tune in for the next show because they'll probably answer that question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and yes, I do want to give a shout out to the Burl, uh, because he is killing my, my, uh, fantasy baseball team this week because, uh, you know, cause he's the man. So, and he, and he said this during the football season, he's not a football guy. He's a baseball guy. Uh, so he is, uh, he's doing well this week. So uh, good job there, the Burl and, uh, He's beating my team by like 150,000 points or something like that. I'm not sure about that. And and and, and also on Twitter today, that uh, there was uh, Kimmy and Annie. I guess went to the Chicago Field Museum and took some pictures and uh, uh, of the uh, oh, I forget the big T Rex there. So uh, so uh, so I, th- I think we've uh, I think we've teased the show there enough for next hour. <laughs>
2: That prehistoric pole dancing picture was hysterical. I did. It looked like it too. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, all right. So so let's uh, well, let's get into this uh, some of this stuff here. So first thing I'm going to ask you, you know, is uh, you know your friend Kate Goslin got voted off uh, Dancing with the Stars <laughs> this week. Uh, do, you have, do you have any reaction to that, there, Kat?
2: That's the only reaction. <laughs>
1: Glad to see her go, huh?
2: Well, you know, I was I was very happy, yes, but I was very shocked that she didn't go. Well, I'm surprised that she stayed on as long as she did. And I'm and I'm telling y'all people when I say this, I'm not just saying this because I don't like the woman. She was the worst dancer on there. I mean, maybe Buzz was a little bit worse, okay, but. Was so darn lovable, okay? I really thought he'd go farther than her just from his lovability factor, okay?
0: That's right, that's right. She
2: walked through her dances. She walked. She didn't dance, she strolled. And when I would go on Twitter and kind of look to see what people were saying, everybody wanted her off. Everybody was annoyed that she was still on. So I don't know where she got the voters. I think that she bought each of her kids a few cell phones each. And had them all vote on there, vote on the computer, vote on the phone, and that's where she got all her votes. Wow! <laughs> all right. And maybe she asked the Octo
1: kids too, the, from the Octo. Oh Club. my I don't know. gosh! Jeez. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, but all
1: right let's, let's let's move on to that because you've sent me like four links on this story. Here. So so break what? this down for me. We got Lindsay Lowen. We got her dad, and we got Dr. Drew. So, so describe what what what's what's the deal with this thing here, Kat?
2: Okay. Well, we all know by now that Dr. Drew has been calling Lindsay a drunk forever. <laughs> or it's not the drunk, but I'm being kind of silly. But that he's been saying that she needs rehab. He sa- she says he's a quack, he's a loser, he's a fake doctor, and all this stuff. Well, okay. <laughs> We know that. All right. Well, I get. Apparently, he's back on her case again. And one of the things he said, um, I don't know. Do you have it? I didn't. I don't have the, the story up in front of me. The actual uh, quotes that he gave that if he was her father, he would he would load the car with narcotics, have her drive off, and call the cops on her because the only way to have gotten her into rehab was to, for the consequences to, that she had to face consequences.
1: Okay. Uh, yes, yes. Here, here here's here's the quote from Dr. Drew Pinsky. Quotes: If she were my daughter, I would pack her car full with illegal substances, send her on her way, call the police, and make sure she was arrested. Unquote.
2: Right. Now, I want to love Dr. Drew. Okay. I still think he's hot. I still think he's brilliant. But I still think there's just something not right up there, and I'll tell you why. Now, first of all, let me say this. I've never had a kid. I'm sure the love of a child surpasses everything or anything. I've heard that. And I guess if you had a child or if I had a child who was addicted to drugs or alcohol or or both, I don't know how desperate I would be to get them help. And I think it's true that when someone faces consequences, that's usually what it takes to get them into rehab. Now, we know she's faced consequences already, but everybody has a different bottom. Some people, they get arrested once, that's their bottom. Some people have to get arrested 10 times before they hit bottom. Some people have to lose their house, their job, their money, their everything before they hit bottom. Sometimes people just have to lose a job. It just depends. Everybody has a different bottom. So apparently she hasn't hit her quote-unquote bottom yet because she's had she has been... Well, kind of arrested. I mean, of course we know the stars get away with a lot. But the only thing that that would have done, if her dad would have done that, is make her hate him even more. I mean, maybe eventually she would have forgave him, but that's just going to make her bitter. And I don't think it's... I think a person has to want to get better as well as face consequences. It can't just be about consequences. They have to want to get better. And she doesn't want to get better. And... I think that, as we know, what happened later is that Lindsay's dad had broken into her place because he said he was worried about the younger sister. First of all, let me say, I think that guy is nothing but a publicity whore, and he grosses me out. He's very white trashy, and I he, he aggravates me, okay? But so does Lindsay. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, I mean, I feel bad for her. I do think that she has a problem, right? But she's not going to get better until she wants to get better. And apparently she doesn't like her dad. And I think that, you know, now what Lindsay said is she thinks that her father did that because of what Dr. Drew, no, actually, I'm sorry. She thinks that Dr. Drew set her dad up to do that. You know, because he talked about facing the consequences and all this stuff. He said, that's ridiculous. I never met her father. You know, but I still think that maybe those things he said could have gave the dad ideas. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I, I sometimes I think, I honestly think in a lot of ways that Dr. Drew wants to help these people. I think that if you go into the health care field to take care of alcoholics and addicts, you do it because you love it. You do it because you have a big heart. Because it takes a lot.
1: Hello. Hello. Uh, so either she got cut off or I got cut off. So,
0: <laughs>
1: but I think I'm. I think I'm still going here. So. Uh, so yeah. Um, so as uh, as Cat calls back in here. So uh, this uh, this came up today from. Uh, uh, let's see, usmagazine.com, Lindsay Lohan fired from film. Uh, more trouble for Lindsay Lohan. After, two days after her dad attempted uh, to stage an intervention, uh, the director had confirmed that uh, she he fired Lohan from what was supposed to be her next flick, The Other Side. Here's a quote. Our team uh, simply chose to move on from Lindsay and will soon be announcing a replacement Uh, Writer-director David Michaels told TMZ.com Loan was uh, set to play a grad student working on a deserted island. So so Kat's back here. So, yeah, so she got fired from the field today. I don't know if you heard about that.
4: Hello? (laughs) (laughs) All of a sudden,
2: I hear boop, 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 and I look down, call failed. I don't know where I cut out at.
1: Oh, well. <laughs> hello! Hello, hello.
0: Well, I, I, I think you're.
1: I think I think you were just winding up that you know she has a problem. She's got to recognize the problem, and that's the only way that she's going to get better. I think that's uh, I think right. that was some reason, right? Yeah. So, and what were you saying? <laughs> she got she got fired from a film today. It was just it was just from a news story Oh, she today. did.
2: Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, you know, I mean,
3: that's what I'm saying.
2: She's, yeah, if you're getting fired from films, you've probably got a problem. Because, I mean, she she is sought after as far as being in movies. So she's got to be screwing up pretty bad, you know what I mean, to yeah. get fired. Right,
1: right. <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah. Anything else on this before I move on?
2: Um, just that I still love Dr. Drew and I hope he chills out a little bit because I don't want
1: to dislike him. He's too
0: hot. <laughs>
1: All right. <clears throat> well, uh, I got, I got a couple more news stories and we'll, we'll, uh, close it up here, uh, this evening. So, so this, this next story, I'm I'm not even going to set up here. Uh, this is, this is an audio clip. Uh, I think this is going to uh, explain itself. It's kind of amusing, Check this out.
4: An Indiana man created quite a stink, literally, when police arrived to arrest him at this rural farm Tuesday. 52-year-old Thomas Hovis Jr. was wanted on methamphetamine charges, but managed to get himself into an even deeper mess. He decided to hide from authorities, turning to a liquid manure pit. That's where officers found him neck deep in a combination of hog and dog feces.
6: I think it was just a desperate individual trying um, his best not to be apprehended by by law enforcement.
4: Police say Hovis had been in the manure pit for at least an hour. He later became combative and had to be shocked twice with a stun gun. Hovis was treated at a hospital for hypothermia before being taken to jail. He was later ordered held without bail because he missed court hearings in February and in March. Nicole Gresser, The Associated Press.
1: So this guy is going to be arrested. So he jumps into a manure pit for an hour and they can't get him out and they got they have to taser the guy i mean that's awesome
2: that's so nasty i would rather just go to jail
1: <laughs> wouldn't you <laughs> yeah i feel like okay. jail or the the manure pit yeah uh yeah i'll i'll go to jail
0: <laughs> oh my gosh
2: that's just disgusting Maybe that's where maybe that's where Lindsay will end up next. (laughs) (laughs) Running away from the cops and Dr. Drew.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, as the Burl says, it's a crappy story. Thank you very much. Ah yeah,
0: (laughs) Burl. Hey Burl. (laughs)
1: maybe one or two more news stories here. This, this is also pretty self-explanatory. Let me, uh, let me play this here. The ferret's name is Stamps, but he's not supposed to go in the mail. When a package at a post office in Lynchburg,
6: Virginia started wiggling, workers knew something wasn't right. The package was marked for overnight delivery to Puerto Rico, and officials tried to track down the sender, but they were unsuccessful. The following day, a postal inspector and animal control officers obtained a search warrant to open the box and found a live ferret inside with a cage and toys
7: uh, yes, uh what really surprised me is just
6: you know he's so well taken care of, uh, obviously, but that was kind of a cruel thing to to do you know no air holes no uh, no water uh they had food in there, which is good, but uh ferrets. I have very fast metabolisms, and I eat and drink a lot every day. The ferret was put up for adoption by the Roanoke Valley SPCA, where he was dubbed Stamps. Earlier this week, Craig Bradley and his wife adopted Stamps. There's no word on whether the postal inspector is still looking for Stamps sender. John Belmont, the Associated
1: Press. A <laughs> mail, of ferret. Uh. That is just. Uh, well, I'm yeah. glad he's
2: okay. I'm glad he's okay, and that is cruel. I mean, some people don't have a clue what they're doing when it comes to animals. I think that when you go get an animal, it should be the same thing as when you adopt a kid that you have to go through a whole big rigmarole. <laughs> you know, I mean, who would mail a ferret without air holes? Well, who would mail a ferret? <laughs> <laughs> who would own a ferret? <laughs> no, I mean they're cute and all, but I wouldn't own a ferret.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't. <laughs> ferrets get along with cats? Do you know? Uh, do you have any idea about that?
2: I don't know. I bet. Well, you know, I I guess if they lived together long enough, I bet you they would. Well, either that hmm. or the cats would eat the ferret. Because <laughs> I'm thinking, what they're kind of like radish, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um, so I got, I have, I have one more story here, uh, and then we'll we'll close it up here for the evening. So, uh, uh, so I'll set this up here a little bit. So this this last story is about neighbors that are fighting with each other and the extent (laughs) sounds like a movie but this is real this is this is the extent to what neighbors do to each other to get back to each other and all i'm going to say before i hit play here is it involves craigslist here we go
7: philip Conran's lawyer says he isn't happy with the attention he's getting but police say that's nothing compared to the attention he brought to his neighbor
6: certainly he is uh Uh, Not comfortable with a situation such as this. No one would be comfortable coming out uh, uh, with cameras pointing in their faces. The
7: The Connecticut man is charged with posting a fake Craigslist ad, inviting strangers to participate in an orgy with a bored soccer mom. That mom happened to be a neighbor he had argued with. The charges stem from an April 5th posting. The ad showed a cropped photo of a topless woman and gave an address saying, I'm looking for group sex, and I want to please as many as I can before I go to work. By the time the posting was removed, more than a half dozen people parked nearby the woman's home or went to her front door, including one who threatened to post her picture on soccer fields around town. One man went to the wrong home where he groped a teenage girl. That man has now been charged in a separate case. Neither Conrad nor his neighbor are saying how the feuding began.
6: It's the prosecutor's claim that because there were children, uh, there may have been children in the home or there was a possibility of having children in the home that there is a uh, charge sounding in um, risk of injury to a minor.
7: For now, the 42-year-old father is charged with endangerment, harassment, and risk of injury to a minor, among other charges. Diane Kefley, the Associated Press.
1: Oh, Kat, what is wrong with people? That is just, that, uh, that, that's disturbing. Uh,
2: that's very disturbing. <laughs> that's very disturbing. I, I, I don't know, I, yeah, I don't even know what to say about that. I'm just, like, at a loss.
1: Yeah. I just, like...
2: Anybody can screw with you. Well, not, you know... Anybody can mess with you.
1: (laughs) Right.
0: Right. You know? (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry.
2: I'm off tonight. (laughs) I have an American Idol update.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead.
2: Okay. Well... They got rid of this dude. The last one they got rid of with this guy was this guy Tim Urban, and this past week was American Idol Gives Back, and I don't know why I watch that because it makes me sad, but I still do it. Um, and so now, and he was the latest uh, person on VoteForTheWorst.com. Have you ever heard of that?
1: Yeah, I've heard of that.
2: Okay, well. The latest person that they have, because he was the one that was on there. He was on there for a good nine weeks, and now he's been voted off. Well, now they have Siobhan Magnus, okay? This girl irritates me like you wouldn't believe. And I'm kind of unhappy that she's on here, because what's going to happen is she's going to keep getting voted through, because all their cult followers on this VoteForTheWorst.com are going to vote for her, plus her fans. And it makes me very sad. And the, I, I just wanted to read what they said of why they, uh, they picked her. Okay, here's their reasons. The only worster, and I guess that's what they call it because it's vote for the worst, the only worster thing to look forward to is Siobhan screeching, talking back to the judges in the slowest possible manner, strange outfits, and bipolar antics, according to the site's mastermind. She's been slowly but surely campaigning our love for weeks, and it looks like it finally paid off. She's clearly one of the worst singers, and she does the number one thing that vote for the worst pick has to do, entertain. Now, she is I'll have to tell you this. She is a good singer, but some she hasn't figured out who she is as an artist yet, okay? But the thing is, she's very, very different, but I think to me it's in an annoying way. She's not different in a cool way. This one person on the site wrote, Siobhan is such a nerd, geek, social misfit, whatever, that I totally get her as our pick. Those big-ass glasses alone make her worthy. And the rambling, good Lord in heaven, can she, can't she shut up? And the bad clothes and the fact that she wavers between being really good and making my dogs run and hide in the closet with her performances. So, yeah, I get it. Go, Sean. (laughs)
0: She's
2: very, she's one of these polarizing characters. People either really love her or they can't stand her. Because they actually have a a guy on there who I think deserves this more. And his name, what's his name? Uh,
1: Bob.
0: Aaron, Aaron
2: something. What did you say?
1: It was Bob. I don't know.
2: (laughs) Bob. (laughs) No, I think his name is like Aaron Carter or something like that, I think. Oh. Uh, this shows you how into it I am. I'm more into, like, the two I like are very likely to be the top two. That's the one everybody's that everybody say are the four, two front runners, which is Crystal and Lee. But uh, Siobhan has a big fan base because she actually does do some really good singing at times. But yeah, I just wanted to give that little American because just to say that I'm kind of annoyed that she's on here, even though I get it. It annoys me because that means she's going to be voted through, and I'm tired of looking at her. Kind of like I was tired of looking at what's her face.
1: What <laughs> <of> her <name? laughs> what's her name? What's her name? I'm
0: not saying it. No, I'm not. Kate Goslin. Kate
1: oh, Goslin. Kate Goslin.
0: <laughs>
1: All right. Um, well. Um, so if I'm just going to wind things up here we, we only have a couple minutes here left, but uh, but Kat, thank you so much for coming back on the show. Uh, it's it's great to talk to you. The people love you in the chat room, um, and uh, it's, this is always fun uh, hanging out with you on a Saturday night.
0: Oh well,
2: thank you, thank you so much for having me on the show, and I love everybody. Mwah!
1: <laughs> well, you have a good night there, Kat, and uh, we'll talk very soon. Adios. All right. Uh, all right kids so uh, i have about uh have about two minutes left here uh at the uh, end of the show here i'm not going to be uh closing off with a song here i'm going to direct you to go go right to the annie burl live show right after this show here in about two minutes uh you can go there get there by going to uh, blocktalkradio.com slash annie burl talk and just a heads up to everybody, there are no uh, shows here next week. There are no Doctor Anonymous shows here next week. I will be, I will be at a meeting, um, and I'm not going to be uh, doing any shows. I'll be, uh, I'll be out there on Twitter. You can follow me at uh, twitter.com/doctoranonymous, and uh, you can also uh, follow me on Facebook. Um, you go there by going to dranonymous.net and you can subscribe to the show by going to dranonymous.org and uh, that's all I have for you here uh, this evening my thanks again to Kat and i want to thank everybody who listened to the show here live and also on the archives you guys are the best <laughs> i very much appreciate you hanging out with us tonight and supporting my show supporting my blog um and uh hanging out with me on Facebook as well. So that's all I have for you here this evening. Have a good weekend. Have a good night. And we'll talk to you all very soon. Good night, everybody.